Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue. Every relationship begins with you, the podcast. And today, um, it's actually tonight. Yeah, it's nighttime for me, which I never record these at night, but who knows when you'll be listening. Um, But yeah, I felt really, I don't even know why, just compelled. uh, Something said, go do this podcast. And here I am. And I always listen to my gut. And I'm kind of going off the cusp tonight, right? Like I don't have really anything planned. Um, While I'm always pretty much off the cusp saying what comes to my mind, I at least have a topic. And tonight's kind of like, just go record a podcast. So, you know, I'm going to just, I'm going to kind of challenge you a little bit. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want in life? What do you want in your relationships? What do you want in your career? What do you want in your health? What kind of person do you want to be? What kind of man, woman, mother, father, child, daughter, aunt, sister, brother, uncle, nephew, grandparent? Who do you want to be? And if you're not who that who you want to be, why are you not there? Do you know why? I don't know why. <laughs> Actually, I do. I do know why, and it's fear. Um, if fear, you know, you hear it all the time. Fear, fear kills more dreams. Fear kills lives. Fear does take lives. Fear is like literally the life thief. It steals our lives, right? So, um, what happens is, um, and I have a new puppy, and um, yeah, that's her in the background. In case you hear a nice little cute doggy, that's my Olive. Anyways, so. What happens is this, we are always in an emotional state all the time. You either are feeling peaceful, joy, sad, anger, resentment, um, apathy, or you know, sometimes you're feeling nothing, you're just being, right? Or you're stressed or whatever it is, you're anxious, you're depressed, and that emotional state dictates your life. So if you know, if you know, because I'm telling you, and you're going to think about this, and you're going to go, yeah, Heather's right. If you know that the emotional state dictates what you're about to do next, what actions you're going to take, why would you not make sure your emotional state is always in a high energy place, in a positive place? Why would you not? Well, patterns. We don't live life, we live patterns. We get used to living in the negativity. We get used to living in the in the mediocrity. We get used to just being anxious. And some of us even get just tied to it. Like we don't even know who we would be without it. Right. So now, now that you know that you um that basically Whatever emotional state you're in is dictates what you're going to do next. It dictates your reactions, your responses, your actions, everything around you. So again, why are we not getting into that peak emotional state? Well, like I said, it's the fear. But now what can you do to get into an energy that is going to give you the life you want, dream about, you know, desire, and actually more than anything that you deserve, See, most people say, I will be happy when, when what? When I make more money, I will be happy when my husband or my wife or my partner do this. I will be happy when I get married. I will be happy when my child turns five and goes to school. I'll be happy when my puppy is not a puppy. I'll be happy when, 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 when. And the problem is this, when you reach that spot time, 
you then guess what you do i'll be happy when until there's no more whens left until there are no more whens left and the thing is to get to even any of those things that you think are going to make you happy see because you want things because you believe in the having of something okay uh, you know, happiness stays away from you because you believe that what you want will make you happy. That the having of what you want is what's going to bring you happiness, but that's not true. You've heard it, happiness is the way it is the way. You don't get to where you want to be and have what you want until you're happy standing where you are. And I'm sorry, there's no other explanation. That is 100% the truth. I can lead a horse to water. I cannot make them drink. Do you know I've had people say to me before and... and I'm not call. I never call anybody out. I don't call clients. I don't. I talk about experiences. I have so many case studies, and so um, I actually got a message one day saying, on a post I wrote, on a post I wrote, Heather, that's me. That's me. Why can't I change? And I literally went, what? Okay, you have to understand. When I teach tools, when I'm giving, when I'm even creating podcasts, when I'm working one-on-one -on -one people, when I'm in a group course with my clients and my students, I am teaching literally the best psychology, spiritual development, spiritual positivity, um, personal development tools you can imagine. Am I all encompassing in a healing journey? No. No. And I say that right away. No. But what I teach you and what I help you with and what I work through with you is probably one of the most important, it's the most important piece of your puzzle. And it is. Hands down, I can say that. And if you come to me and you don't do the work, then you, it's on you. It's not on me. And I don't feel bad if you come and you don't do the work. You know, when I, the reason I offer a free call is because I really do want to see if somebody's ready. I do. And, and because I really do well at assessing because otherwise I'm wasting your time, my time, and I'm not here just to take your money. And 98% um, of the time I make the right call. I've said no to people. Um, Many times because I'm like, you're not ready. And then there's the few that come to me and no matter what I do that works with 99% of my clients, they fight me. They don't do it. And their emotional state doesn't change. It starts to change. We get progress, momentum, but they don't follow through. So what is it? What is it that, you know, it, when somebody comes in, so I've asked myself lately, what is it that somebody could come to me and I recognize that they're ready? I recognize that, you know what, it is way harder for them to stay the same. And I recognize that when I'm on calls with them, they're doing well. And I recognize that a lot, you know, there are times when all my clients get like, you know, we all get, when we're doing the work that I do with my clients, there are bound to be days where all of a sudden it's overwhelming because you cannot believe how dig, deep we dig into your subconscious mind. And we look and we change and we heal. And it's painful sometimes, right? And it's 
and some and for many it's like you know why did I waste so much time and it's never about that so I really was asking myself this today what in the hell is it right and I finally realized it and this is the honest to God truth the people that come to me and I decide yes you're ready because they are saying the right things and I'm feeling their energy I'm not wrong I, I mean, I, I'll admit when I'm wrong, I'm not wrong. They're ready and they are, and they come and they're excited, but guess what? They're in a toxic relationship and they can't separate the two. And I tell them it's really difficult, you know, to do this when a toxic relationship, I'm not talking about, um, a, you know, I'm talking a toxic relationship. And some people, the toxic relationship with is, with themselves is so overbearing. But anyways, most of the, all, anybody that's come to me and gains momentum, we get on that positive momentum wave, we go get going, and then the one from one week to the next, it's, you know, falling off. It's because they're, they're literally in a toxic relationship. They're in, they're married to someone that is knocking them down at every chance they get and so uh, we can take 10 steps forward and then guess what they take 11 steps backwards and I explained this is what we need to do this is what should do we do with the spouse this is what we should say with the partner this is because it only takes one person to heal and the people that do come and they're in a, a relationship that isn't toxic, that it's just unhealthy, guess what? They heal through it and their partner starts coming into the plate. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like um, orgasmic. It's so amazing. Ah! Ah! Yes, yes, yes. But the one that is in the relationship, the ones that are in the relationship with the toxic person, they stay stuck until they have, what? Until I can finally, finally get them to fight the fear of assertively dealing with their partner and it's not easy and so their emotional state is up down up down here they're over here and so is a lot of people's but guess what that toxic relationship will keep you stuck forever so if you are in a toxic relationship get out or fix it it will ruin your life. And don't say, Heather, it's not that easy. It's, I know, actually, okay, you can say that. It's not. But when you have awareness and you know how bad it is and you see the damage it's doing to your life, seek help. Seek help. It's on you if you don't. You cannot play the victim card. You can't. I'm sorry. I can understand like some people will say, well, I can't leave, I, it, you know, money and kids. And I understand all of it, but seek help. Seek help. Because otherwise, guess what? Your emotional state will forever be in anger, resentment, sadness, anxiety, and nothing good comes from there. And so when you th say, well, I'll be happy when, that when won't come, one. And two, you got to be happy in order to get to the when, right? And what we want, we think we when we get it, we're going to be happier for, because we have it. 
but we're never going to get it. And by the way, you're not happier because you get it. You got to be happy right here. Okay. So, um, I'm going to tell you something. If you have a partner that has nine rotten traits, nine ugly things about him that you don't like, but one really good one, fixate on the good one. Fixate on the good one. Is that possible? Yeah. And I'm not talking about nine really horrible traits, meaning like abuse. Anytime there's physical and emotional abuse involved, you need to seek help. I'm talking about like, you know, what I call the pina colada marriage. You know, that song where the guy, the wife takes out an ad and they meet at the bar. I didn't know you like pina coladas. Yeah. And I like dancing in the rain. What? Yeah. I've only been married to you for 20 years, but we stopped talking. We stopped knowing each other. We basically stopped connecting. So then we go take out an ad. That's the marriage I'm talking about. Right? Not the abusive one. Focus on the good thing. See, it doesn't mean that you're going to allow somebody else to get away with things that are bothering you. Okay? It means that you are not going to consistently give up your emotional state for little petty bullshit crap. And when you start focusing on the one good thing, I promise you, all of a sudden, there's going to be a lot more good things that are going to follow. Yeah, I promise you. You don't think that I'm, it's true, but, but you don't try it, right? So what holds people in relationships that they don't like, okay, is that, is that they're focusing on these bad things in each other, and both partners are doing it right, right? And somehow, they're stuck together like glue. Yeah. What? Do you remember during the pandemic? <laughs> Oh, by the way, according to Fauci, we are, the United States of America is out, officially out of the pandemic. Oh, woo! Okay, we're officially out. Like, I'm not, I'm not, okay, I didn't even know. I'm not sure how that assessment came, but we're officially out. Well, so the days that we were in the pandemic, do you remember the lady that put Gorilla Glue in her hair, thought it was a good idea? Okay which that was another weird ass thing that came out of the pandemic. Like there were so many weird things going on, but the, the, the glue haired woman with the gorilla glue was really out there. And, um, what happens in, in, in relationships that are bound, binded by, uh, basically hate for one of another when we just keep focusing on you know oh god carol he oh you should see what he does ah uh, the toilet seat oh my god i hate him he smells oh yeah that bitch oh god you know what she's uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yuck right Remember the days of Archie, what the hell was that called all in the family what the show that was anyways my dad watched it and I was horrified, okay? That really sealed the deal into me that marriage was the shits. And that's the marriage I'm talking about. But somehow, they got together and they sang at the piano and they had that one good thing, okay? What the hell was their name? Um, 
Oh my God, I can't think of it. Anyways, bottom line is, is, and you thought all of a sudden you see them singing at the piano. Those were the days. That's it. Okay. And you think, whoa, there's some happiness. What? Yeah. Do you remember the Jeffersons? Moving on up. <laughs> Love that. Okay. Meanwhile, they weren't very happy either, but, but when they were moving on up, they focused on one good thing. And every time you saw anybody in anything focus on something good in any sitcom back in those days, and even now, that is then you go, oh, that, that, that's why it works maybe. Okay. But then what happens is people go back to focusing on the nine, 10 million other things they hate. Start trying to focus on the one good thing and then look for other good things, right? Uh, you know, try that. You cannot possibly maintain alignment, meaning be in a good emotional state unless you first really come to know who you are. And I'm going to ask you again, what do you want? Who do you want to be? What do you want your relationships to look like? Huh? What do you want your life to look like? What do you want your career to look like? Your inner being knows everything you want. Everything. Okay. Do you ever talk to yourself in third person and start doing it? I'm all the time. Heather, we're going to have a great day today. Yes, Heather, guess what? Oh my God, shit's going down. We're so happy. Heather, you know what? Stop worrying about that. Oh, Heather, you know what? We're about to go to bed. You're having the anxiety. You, I'm going to give you permission, Heather. You can think about that tomorrow morning. First thing tomorrow morning, Heather, you can pick these crappy thoughts up and you can get all anxious again. All you want. All day, Heather. What does that sound like to you? It sounds like my inner being, my higher being, my, my highest self is talking to myself. Saying, cut the bullshit. Life is good. Life is good. Life is not easy. It's hard. But it's good. And we worry about so much stupid, petty shit. And I get it. I promise you I do. And this is coming from a woman that is just, I'm a really happy person now. But I created it. I came from hell. I came from shit. I came from abuse. I came from alcoholism. I came from being spit on, stomped on, punched, slapped, abused, like in just massive ways. And I am happy because I created the happiness. I created it. I'm telling you what, you don't have an excuse. You don't. You don't. Because... I could give you 101 excuses why I shouldn't be standing here. And if I had listened to any of them, oh God, my life would be way different. But I can tell you at 52 years old, I've been an empty nester for, since I was 49. So I literally, every day, I'm like, oh, today's just an amazing day. I don't have to make lunches for children. It's over. I don't need to go to the pickup line. I don't need to. You know, I do miss, of course, my kids' football, the days of football. I miss the days of, you know, being a mom, like with those, not the little, little kids. But but yet, that season's over. What season are you in? Ask yourself that. What season of your life are you in? I'm in the season of the fabulous 50s, okay? 52 and fabulous. And that's the way I feel. Fucking 52 and fabulous. Yes. What? Yes. 
I've raised three amazing, successful kids. I mean, my youngest just got into UCLA. My other two are UCLA graduates. My daughter has a master's from Columbia University. My son works at Oracle in a killer job. My daughter is a, just climbed her way up in charter schools and directors and on boards. And I'm telling you what, guess what? And I can say that and say, you know what? I did it. I did it. I messed up a lot with them. But I held to my core values with them, which is integrity, accountability, consequences, love, understanding, but accountability, consequences. They didn't run my life and I didn't run theirs. I let them make decisions and I also made, let them pay for their decisions because life ain't easy and they needed to know it. And so this was my kind of like a little bit of, yeah, when, when my higher being said, hey, Heather, why don't you go do a podcast right now? Here I am. And this is kind of where I'm going. Nowhere, but everywhere. Right? And that's life. You're going nowhere, but you're going everywhere. And so when you decide where that everywhere is, then go for it. And on the way, go everywhere. Right? You can have it all, and I'm sorry you can, and 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 yeah, um, I just saw it again the other, yesterday, I think, or somewhere, and you know, you can have it all, but you can't have it all at once, and that's true, it's true, that's true, but you can have it all in the season that you're in, so in my season of 50s, fabulous fucking 50s, at 52 years old, and the best, one of the best, I think in the best shape of my life, except for my Achilles, I have an Achilles injury, Oh, it's really been bothering me. But I think I'm taking care of it. I'm taking this stuff called MSM. This I have like all these anti-inflammatories. I have these great running shoes. But anyways, besides that Achilles injury, I'm great shape. I'm, you know what? I eat healthy. I run. I exercise. I love my life. I take care of myself. I go see my kids. I leave them. They come home. They trash my house, but they're gone four days later. I And it's in a good thing with the cooking and everything else. And my life is good. But again, it's so this is the season I'm in, right? I can have everything that is possible in this season. So the life that I have now, the freedoms to do whatever the hell I want, when I want it, every single day, I could, did not have that freedom when I was a mother and my kids were home right? So again, you can have it all at different seasons. And what I want to say is this when I die, I had it all, not all at once, but when I wanted it. And I want you to say that. Okay. I really want you to say it, say that. So ask yourself, and I'm going to leave you with this. Is there anything that you're resisting Right now, what are you resisting? Which means, what are you complaining about consistently? Remember, when you focus on what is, you don't get to where you want to be. So if you I don't have enough money, I'll never have enough money. Oh, my husband in the toilet seat. Oh, that bitch, she does. Okay, great. Guess what? Tomorrow, you're never going to have enough money. And your wife is going to do this. And your husband's going to do this. And your partner's going to do this. Because you keep focusing on it. It will never change. Ever, ever, ever. Because the more you talk about what is, the more it stays what is. And I know it's not easy. It is not easy. But guess what? You know how you, again, what's the indicator of what what's going to come? What you're, what you're bringing into your life? Your emotional state. So however you feel, 
indicates what's coming into your life, what you will bring in. So if you know this to be true, and I know this to be true, so I'm telling you this to be true because that's what's happened in my life. If you know that your indicator, that your emotional state is going to tell you exactly what you're attracting at that moment and what you're gonna bring in, then wouldn't you think that the most important thing that you need to concentrate on, besides you know whatever it is that you love doing, is how you feel. Yeah, I'd say that. So if that's the most important thing, then you gotta ask yourself, what are you focusing on? because what you focus on determines how you feel. That's it, I love you. I love you, I love that I listened to myself tonight that said, Heather, why don't you go to her podcast? That's a great podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Rescue, the podcast every relationship begins with you. Bye-bye.